Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the uh, 7th of January, 2017. Can't believe the year is almost done. It's uh, mind-blowing. This is Jim Hedge from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, and uh, Dave, I can't believe the year is almost done. It's kind of mind-blowing, eh? I know, I know. I think we've got, uh, what, just maybe one or two more uh, two more shows left this year, three including this one, and... Uh, yeah, I know. It's winding down. And here you were just, just camp months ago talking about summer almost being over, and here we are at, uh, at almost the year. So there you go, friends. Autumn's almost over. Go out there and play <laughs> while you can. On that sports, you're in the eastern part of uh, North America where you would have woken, as, as I did in Toronto this morning, with snow in your backyard. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking out at, uh, at a field of grass and blue skies, so... Well, you know, Dave, I, I was just thinking, I was reading your Facebook uh, feed earlier, and I just wanted to note, just as a, as a personal note, mm-hmm. if you lived in Donald Trump's America, deregulation would allow you to go hunt deer in the cemetery, like right beside your place. <laughs> you can have all that macho stuff taken care of, lickety-split. Uh, I know, it, it's funny, um, one of my relatives lives, uh, like, right basically backing on to the cemetery and he's actually a hunter, like a bow hunter. And I'm like, oh, you must just be itching to get out there. Uh, for our listeners who don't know, I live in, in Victoria, Canada. Yeah, there's a cemetery right near our house. And they, we're, we're, we're in the city, but there's still a whack of deer floating around. Like you are overrun by deer, and I don't know why your bow hunting uh, family member ever leaves the backyard. <laughs> I know, I know. He wants to be all sporting and go out where, you know, they don't just kind of walk up to you. Well, I mean, if he wants to be sporting, why does he just give the uh, give the deer guns or give the deer guns? <laughs> okay, a lot has happened this week. I mean, this was this was actually one of those weeks in the search world where hell's a popping, just stuff happened. Yeah, um, it's actually it's actually been pretty exciting, eh? Yeah, I've had you know what, and it, it's been a pretty much all across tech, like the search industry has been a buzz. And then, you know, I, I'm just kind of getting used to that now because every week I'm like, okay, we're not going to get through all the news. Uh, I'm just giving up on, on even thinking we will, but, uh, but yeah, just the whole tech world is, is just, just roaring right now. It's awesome. Now, unfortunately, if you're working in the tech world, you're probably either listening to this radio show or sitting in a meeting one or the other, cause it's the end of the year and it is endless meeting season. Yeah, everyone <laughs> needs a report, and it's like kind of really, it's just a date on a calendar, honestly. <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, everyone is rushing to get their work done in the next uh, 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 seven or eight days because, for, for whatever reason, this year the fifteenth falls on a Friday, and the fifteenth is always my uh, my cutoff day for things happening in the world mm-hmm. when it comes to when it comes to the uh, the holidays. Um, the tech world stops, like stops dead around the 15th of December. Uh, people come in, they do work, like you schedule all the grunt work and the makeup work and the stuff that you never got a chance to do because everything is moving too quickly. You, you schedule that for like the 18th to the 22nd, but honestly, no one's at their desk. And if they are there, they're not there, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is the time, and this actually is to say, I'm, I'm, believe it or not, I'm using this as a long segue into one of the, my favorite articles I read last week. Um, did you see the article that Sony DeGuider put up? Seven Wait. Signs, it's, uh, it's, it's you, not the SEO that's failing, or from, from our point of view, Seven Signs, it's the client, not us. I, I saw it, I only had a chance to scan it, though, and it was one of those, okay, I need to, but I've got client work to do. Um, I, I got to tell you that Stoney, who's been in the game almost as long as you and I have, um, Stoney's been around forever. Um, he said it's one of those articles where he just said stuff that you wish you'd said. You want you want to send this article to every one of your clients, but you they'd think you were like a passive aggressive jerk if you did. Yeah, and I probably would be being one. So fair call. 
<laughs> but you know, I mean, he does he does hit things um, pretty square squarely on that we've all faced in uh, whatever weirdness in in our careers. Like uh, you know, you, you work with a client, you do all the right things, you're actually getting them successes, and then something happens, and it's so not your fault. But you're the guy they got to talk to about it anyway. Yep. So you know things like. Um, when they're looking at, at uh, a marketing campaign, they just have a very narrow focus. They won't do all the things that it, that it need to do to you know, actually actually run a campaign. Or the campaign is too broad. They just want you to do everything, and they want you to do it all now. So everything gets done you know, too fast and half-assed. Or my favorite one, and the one that I hear you complain about like, like all the time, you make up these amazing recommendation sheets he sent them to the client, and nothing ever gets done. Yeah. And then, you know, four months later, the client's out a whole bunch of money screaming at you that they're not ranking and they're supposed to be. And in reality, you've done your work, but now you've got a disgruntled client who thinks uh, your work was garbage because they didn't actually implement the recommendations you made. I know. I know. And you know what? I was actually just appreciating that this morning. I, I'm working with a with a travel site and got an email from them this morning because I sent them a bunch of work over the last few days or I was doing like a, another redo of a technical sort of side of their of their campaign, sent them a bunch of stuff. And they were like, okay, we're working on this, this, this. And we, we put this on the back burner because you put it as a medium priority. Not, and I'm just like, okay, I need to just take a moment and appreciate <laughs> that you're just basically using what I'm telling you as a checklist and it's all getting done, but your developer can't work 24 hours a day. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, we need to do that too. And I, I did take that moment to go, okay, you're awesome. Right? Like, and, and if this, now the, the, the drawback is if it fails, my ego needs to take a hit. Now it won't fail, but if it, if it did, it's like, oh no, it's not them. It's you and your recommendations were wrong. Uh, well, not necessarily. Like again, and this is something like, 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 like and I've fallen into this, into this like self depreciation trap a few times, but what if there was an order of operations that, that um, either you transposed incorrectly, in which case I suppose you did make a mistake, but it's, it's one of those like very, very minor ones. Or, you know, there's, uh, there's so many moving pieces in any web marketing campaign right now. You give your recommendations off to the client. They say they've implemented them, but how do you know if they implemented them the way that you would have wanted them implemented, right? You get to walk around feeling like that big cone of shame, but it's not actually really necessarily your fault. Well, there is that, and they do say, I mean, unfortunately with this one, they are a bit of an exception because they go, here, check. <laughs> They're constantly going, done, check, done, check. Um, but you're right. I mean, it is, you know, how much did you follow? Or, you know, I mean, I'm dealing with, you know, in this example and something for, for the SEOs and, and agencies, I'm dealing with one part right now. I'm not expecting some massive pop, but I'm going, we're also deploying a whack of content, and I want that content to have its full value, so I need this tech stuff done. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, and I think that's to your point. It's not all, you know, in one spot. It all kind of works together, you know, and, and month over month, the rankings are going up. So they're happy. <laughs> like, and, obviously, overall, it's working, whether this specific piece does or not. Who knows? But you know it, and I'm sure everybody in the audience knows it. You need to check everything off the list. Well, and, yeah. and, and also, got to remember, uh, and, and I, this, I, I really thought this when you, when you uh, read the response from your client, uh, this is only a medium price. Only a medium priority, so we're just not going to get to it for a while. Mm -hmm. um, so last year around this time, I had a client completely shoot them. Well, I picked up a client who had completely shot themselves in the foot by getting a perfectly good uh, site redesigned. And then, well, you know, the guys didn't, the, the designers didn't really know what they were doing. And then so bad stuff happened. Mm -hmm. I told them, like, We'll work on this. We'll do this for you. But I got to tell you, this is going to take a while. SEO is a long game, and you need to have patience, yeah. um, especially after you've just taken a well-ranking site and completely destroyed um, all the great stuff that was making it rank. Your competitors are still doing all that great stuff, so now we got to climb our way back up that ladder again. Yeah. This week, they just realized that um, they're actually seeing major successes against the, uh, the the phrases that they felt that they had, like, you know, just dropped forever. And it took a whole year to get there. So be patient. 
Yeah. And do what your SEO tells you. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it is good. I mean, I, I don't blame people if they want to get a second opinion, even if it's on mine. I've offered second opinions. I've had them, you know, checked on mine. I totally don't mind that. But if you're going to pay somebody to do the work, and, and this is just decent advice, you need to do what they tell you because you can't judge them if they don't. <laughs> if you don't follow the advice, you can't judge the, the work. If you do follow the advice, it'll be, it'll succeed or not. And then you can, you know, over time in a, in a reasonable amount of time, um, you know, you can go from there, but uh, you do need to, to give that opportunity. However, you know, and, and I say it's because I don't want people blindly following bad SEO advice. It's okay to read and double check what you're being told. I don't mind when clients do it you know, on, on mm -hmm. my words. And then I, I have offered the second opinion and heck I've had SEOs ask me for my second opinion before they handed it to a client. Totally fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I think it is, it is prudent, especially if something doesn't sound right from an SEO, but, uh, cause I don't want to say we're all, you know, flawless. Um, and I've asked for second opinions from SEO. Heck, I think I've asked for second opinions from you. You probably just didn't notice it cause I quickly whipped it in after, you know, <laughs> our show ended. <laughs> That'll be ten dollars, please. <laughs> um, you know, so so you know, but uh, just just over a year ago, at this time, um, um I had a heart attack, right? Mm-hmm. So mm -hmm. believe it or not, this this fits in our conversation, and this truly amazes me. And I'm 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 feeling I'm, I'm feeling great now. By the way, thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I talk to my doctors frequently. When you have a heart attack, you almost die. And when you almost die, that kind of freaks you out a lot. Like, it's hard to imagine or to, to estimate how freaky you get when you have a heart attack. Right. So I talk to my doctors. I'm, 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 I'm terrified not to give any one of the, four, the five doctors I now have working on my case, I'm terrified not to give them complete and accurate information about myself. And that makes me think about relationships I have with my clients and how much, how accurate the information they give me upon which you know, I make my assumptions is. And then, this is the part that gets me, doctors give like their patients, they, they tell you lots of advice. You, often involving changing your bad habits, changing your lifestyle, right? Right. Kills me how many people don't actually follow their doctor's advice. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to change their lifestyle. They don't want to change their habits. They don't want to take responsibility for the working machine that is their body. Well, it's the right. same with clients and websites. Eh? It's like set and forget. And then they get mad at you that their business drops off. Right. Yeah, no, it is. It can be, or where you've you've gotten false. Now this was this was worse back when when penguins were hitting and stuff. But I had I had one client coming. There's still a client because it it worked out well. Um, but and, and you make the doctor analogy, and it's when you are dealing with those scenarios. So anybody who's thinking about hiring an SEO, when you are in a bad spot for whatever reason, your rankings tanked, and you're not quite sure. No problem. Be honest. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not judging, right? I'm not, I don't actually care if you bought horrible links back in 2004 and, 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 and you, you, you know, it rocked you for a while and, and, and then it, it, it three under a rock, right? Like that's okay. Just tell me, <laughs> I don't care what happened. I just need to fix it. Um, so, you know, and, and that's, I, I'm sure you've, you've been there too. I think everybody has, and certainly if you've ever dealt with penalties, but I've had clients where they're, well, I don't know what happened. It just, it's like, I can see what happened. <laughs> I can actually, I can actually look back in your link profile and go, okay, <laughs> it's right there. It spiked up right there. And Hey, it was all like Russian forums, right? <laughs> Whatever. It's like, it doesn't just just it, it's okay um, it's like you caught them surfing midget porn they got all embarrassed suddenly yeah <laughs> it's like it, it i get it it you know you thought it was gonna work and it, it, it's okay uh, it's not so bad anymore it's been a little while since i've heard those but i i certainly appreciate it. i patted you know had a client come to me like basically you know here's all the stuff that i bought here's and it's like great you saved the reports you've made my life so much easier now right and 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 off you can go um yeah. So anyway, anyway, we've got a, I know a, a lot more to cover, but uh, we do. Yeah, where do you want to go now? We also um, have brought ourselves to you know about twenty minutes after the beginning of the show is at time of recording, so it's probably an opportune time to take a break. 
There's a couple more uh, uh, points in the seven signs. Um, it's you, not your SEO that's failing. You can find that article over at Search Engine Journal, written by Stoney DeGuider, a, again, a uh, excellent fellow and an SEO veteran. Well worth the read. Um, it's, yeah, it's about 20 minutes past the hour. It's a good time to take a break here on Webcology. So on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on Webmaster Radio on the 7th of December, 2017. Stick around. We're coming back and we're talking about the blog bribery scam that's going around the, the web right now. It's, it's, it's blowing my mind and pissing me off. Um, Dave, I'll be interested in your opinion on this, but we'll get it after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Catholic Charities is committed to providing life's basic needs. We thank you for bringing us all here today, letting these people understand how Catholic Charities runs and how important these people are. And we ask you to guide them, to protect them, and keep them here forever because this community needs them. Visit www.catholiccharitiesusa.org to learn. St. Jude continues to advance by increasing cure rates in childhood cancer. And donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. When it comes to research and advancements, there are some things that only we can do because we have the resources and we have the focus. And so if St. Jude doesn't do it, who will? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Pick out some new favorite podcasts now. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. The uh, 12th, I'm sorry, it's the 7th of January, 2017. Um, you know, during the break, I uh, was trying to find out how, when we will be back on air again. It's kind of weird, Dave. I'm not sure because the 21st and the 28th um, are just weird p- positions in the month on the Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, we may only have one more show. I'm not sure. So I'm hoping we have three more shows. I'm hoping we can broadcast all the way through uh, December. But that's, you know, really up to the, 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 the poobahs down at, 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 on the network at Webmaster Radio. So we'll, uh, we'll let you guys know before the end of the show. Um, yeah, we'll let you guys know before the end of the show. But uh, did you hear, Dave, did you hear about the, uh, the bribery for blogging scandal that's out there right now? <laughs> I was shocked. Shocked, I tell you. <laughs> okay, come on. You mightn't have been shocked, but it, it, it's got to have pissed you off a little bit. Uh, which which part? Okay. <laughs> like I'm that it got put true. out or, or who there was on the list? Well, uh, who was on the list really ticked me off. That it happens. Yeah, it happens. I just didn't know it happened to some of these with some of these publications. What we're talking about, friends, is... Um, In an era where editors and gate- gatekeepers are vanishing, there's still these big-name publications, Wikipedia, New York Times, Yahoo, CNN, TechCrunch, Huffington Post, Huffington Post Canada, Huffington Post India, Huffington Post Australia, Huffington Post UK, Forbes Magazine, Mashable, Business Insider, VentureBeat, Chicago Tribune, Search Engine Land, Search Engine Journal, Patch.com, VentureBeat, Denver Post, Epicurious, 
my old newspaper, Site Crow News, etc., you can buy your way into these publications. You can purchase links in these publications. And the amount it the amount you have to bribe a writer who works for these publications for, in some cases, is staggering. We all knew that that Wikipedia that there was scammy editors at Wikipedia who would accept monies to put a, a link on a Wikipedia posting. Apparently, the uh, average price is seventeen fifty, so one thousand seven hundred and fifty. But you know, it's got a domain authority of a hundred, so that link is going to get you placement. New York Times five grand, Yahoo Sports four thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. But let's just talk about the ones that are near and dear to our our hearts, eh? Moz.com, sixteen twenty-five. Search Engine Land, two thousand five hundred. Are you pissed off yet? I am. Yeah, you know what? I would pretend to be. I, I know you're not pretending to be. Um, I I I've seen. Uh, not all of them, like some of them did, did sort of surprise me to, to see them on the list there. Um, you know, Moz is a, is a great example. I had actually, um, had somebody email me and this was ironic because I'm an author for, for search engine land, actually email me an offer. Um, and you know, I'm not going to throw any money under the bus specifically, but to, to, to basically sell me a link, which obviously I declined. Um, how much did they offer it for? Uh, there's was, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go by memory here. Um, I think it was 12, um, 1200 bucks. Um, I could, I could hunt it down, but you know, I mean, well, maybe I, I say most email. So I, I probably have it floating around somewhere, um, to, to verify. So I wasn't really surprised by most of them on there. And even the ones I was, I was like, yeah. And, and you see them just, for, for humor's sake, if anybody looks at the list, whenever you go to a site and you see as featured on and you see a list of places, just take a look at cross-reference on that one, right? Like, <laughs> and that's when I've seen it. And, and, and what first actually started moving, ah, okay, there we are. And some of them, it started as a you know, legitimate thing. And some of these people have genuinely earned some, some really, really good, you know, we got some good press. Heck, I've got clients who have those where they didn't buy them. They just got some really good press. Um, but you do, you will notice a lot of crossover, um, with these ones in, uh, in a lot of cases. And, and that's kind of what sparked me to go, uh-huh. Now, one thing I found interesting is normally this is an area we don't talk about that heavily. And I don't know why it is like, I don't engage in, in that type of, um, you know, sort of stuff, but, um, you know, we still don't tend to talk about it. And I found it interesting. Like not only was this article put out, but they actually gave a complete list with the, you know, including the pricing. And I'm like, okay, I had heard that part and it was, it was sort of unveiled um, where it's also discussed at Google. So I was saying, we know who they are. Um, you know, Google gets emails going, buy some links from us, right? Like they know it. You mm -hmm. probably get them. I get them. We all get them. Um, you know, I get, I, I don't even know how many a week. <laughs> From somebody offering to buy or sell links, and sometimes it's whole lists. Um, you know, and well, why you're sending I, me your list out of the gate, I don't know. My my my, my problem here, Dave, is this this might be this might be that you know I consider myself a uh, part time journalist and uh, definitely a journalist in the in the in the search world, and the veracity of information is really important to me. If mm -hmm. the information can't be accurate and honest. Then you know the um. I don't know. I don't know why I think this way. I, sometimes I think I must be quite naive to for this to be so important to me. Um, but if you're buying, if if I, I, I do want to make this really clear, but take the case of Search Engine Journal. Danny Goodwin and Lauren Baker are not lining their pockets. This isn't the ownership or the uh, senior editors of no. uh, of these publications selling the links. They. They're probably as pissed off and offended as you hear my voice right now. Yeah. Well, one thing, and you know what, I'm, I'm going to correct myself, and this is how I really knew this, this was an issue, um, where I said I'd, I'd never bought one of those. I have once, and it was I was doing some work for, for a publisher, um, and this is going back a bit, um, and actually got an email offering to sell me a link <laughs> on my client's website. 
Uh, so I purchased one as me and just sort of pointed it to them and went there. Right? Like, the, you know, it was really pressing the, this is a huge problem. See, here I am. And you didn't put this there. Right? <laughs> and I, obviously, I'm like, okay, it's up. You need to pull this because I don't want it there. Uh, <laughs> that's like this, this, you know, purchase link. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's an exception. I, I did, but it was to press a point and it was gone like within 10 hours or something. And, you know, the, the, of me noticing it and then sending it to them. But um, yeah, I mean, I knew it then that this was a big problem with publishers and, uh, and it is. And basically they've got a big, if you want to go to list of place Google knows about and certainly does now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's a good one. I feel for Google in a case like this because these are strong resources. Um, you know, these are authoritative sites. They do need to value their references. Oh, but <laughs> so you see, what do you do? Google doesn't have to punish the New York Times. Google doesn't have to punish TechCrunch, Huffington Post, Yahoo Sports, Wikipedia, VentureBeat, um, Business Community, Small Business Trends, She Knows, or any Men's Health, or any of these magazines. They just have to punish the people who get the links. Right. So but how do you differentiate that. them from somebody that the New York Times is just linking to, right? Or does everybody, and that's the part that legitimately could tick me off, and you too, is actually, I often work to get links on sites like that, and it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort to actually get in front of the right journalists or right reporters or, you know, create the great content that they're willing to take for me or my clients. So again, Um, you should be pissed, Dave, because someone has just taken that work tool and pissed on it. And potentially devalued what I'm trying to accomplish for the client, right? Like to your point, yeah, they can be a domain authority a hundred, but if Google's gone, yeah, too much paid crap there. You know, one of the reasons I'm pissed off, I'm a content yeah. marketer. I get links from my clients this way by writing and by slaving over content. Yeah. Like you've you've had those days where you're looking at a word and, and half an hour later you're still debating the right use of that word. Yeah. Those are the hard days. They happen. And I, I, I don't even know what to, people people if you're so lucky to get something into TechCrunch, you're going to like get a get a, a, a absurd amount of readers. But again, now that that has been devalued. Yeah. Um Maybe all maybe uh, places that used to still offer really juicy non no followed links will have to no follow everything. Mm-hmm. So those juicy tools are now gone, or if not gone, somewhat devalued. They're always going to be there. Will be suspect to you as a practitioner at any rate. You know, one of the things, and I, I know we, I know we need to move on, but one of the things that that threw me off when I saw this list and saw all the pricing, and some of them I have seen before, and some of them I've seen higher, some I've seen lower. But if you look through that pricing, and I recommend everybody just go and see which ones are on the list, save it because you know Google knows, right? Like, especially if you do buy these sorts of things, you know Google knows, so pay attention <laughs> to to what's on that list. Um, but it, it sort of, I, I had the same impression when I was looking through the pricing. As I did when I was realizing how much lobbyists were giving to specific politicians for their campaigns, um, and, and, and this is both sides of the you know both sides of the house. You can you can see the lists, um, and, and sort of was left going, really that cheap, eh? You are that cheap for me to buy. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I have that. Like I can buy a vote <laughs> because. To buy a vote on something like guns or tobacco, right? Like critical, massive things, and you can buy votes for pretty cheap. It turns out. Uh, well, that's what I thought when I read that too. I'm like, oh, really? That's 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 it, eh? <laughs> like, that's well, all it costs. I, I got to tell you, the truth is, so part of what's ticking me off so much about uh, about that 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 sheet that shows the cost of the links. Mm-hmm. I write. I write. I write for several publications that are actually on that list. Mm-hmm. No one paying me that much for the article. And that pisses me off, too. Well, you should start selling links in it. Yeah, maybe I should. Seriously. <laughs> like, wh- why am I playing the honest game when everybody, when others are clearly out there keeping their way into, into wealth that I'm not making? Mm-hmm. When I'm the one creating the art in the first place. It pisses me off. Anyway, <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> um, <laughs> Where did I want? Oh yeah, 
got an answer from studio. We will be here um, on the 21st at least, and it's up to us whether we want to do a show on the 28th. Let's answer that next week. Yeah, we'll, answer, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out in the interim. Uh, check our vacations. Well, well, are you doing anything over Christmas? Are you going away? Uh, you uh, get? No, we're just uh, basically going to be plowing through work. Uh, <laughs> not like dead zone where you can just sort of work uninterrupted. Uh, we've got trips in January. We're going to you know Tokyo for two and a half weeks uh, nice. in late April and so on. So, yeah, we're just staying home and plowing through work to get ahead. Yeah, excellent. Good on you. <laughs> okay, so bottom line about about the blogs and 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 prices and price, uh, blog bribery scandal. Google knows that are on the list. You can get penalized. No one knows what the penalties will look like. But if you live in Zurich, in Switzerland, you can ask a Googleite himself. John Mueller is trying to get another live hangout. Um, he's he's done I think three of them from uh, the Googleplex in um, Mountain View, California. Mm-hmm. He wants to do one in Zurich's office, and rumors rumors are Zurich's offices are like super sweet, right? Mm-hmm. So he's asking anyone who lives near Zurich or in Zurich, please, you know, and and, and if you know your stuff, like don't, <laughs> this, might, this mightn't be the environment a newbie wants to jump into because it's going to be live broadcast around the world, and like John Mueller's talking, you got thousands of SEOs watching and listening aptly. Mm-hmm. But if you do want to get into this environment, and, and I would, at John Mew, J-O-H-N-M-U, at John Mew, that's John Mueller. Ask him. If you're anywhere near Zurich, when he schedules a time, you might find yourself sitting in the, uh, in the Zurich, uh, Google offices in Zurich, with one of the few people on Earth who can actually intelligently answer your questions. And you can have a one-on-one with this guy. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That'll be, be pretty amazing. Uh, you know what? We're speaking to John Mew, and, and I know we got to go to break here in a minute, but um, it, it's something he asked us, and I am totally excited about it. Um, is he has asked, in Search Console, we keep saying, we want to see our voice search data. Um, and he's just put out on Twitter, okay, what data do you want, and what does it look like? Um, so well, I'm excited because job. that means they're obviously getting to it. But I, I understand his question because when you think about it, people are asking with voice. Like the queries they're using are not going to be the same, right? Like they're they're going to be different. Do we want language factors in there? Do we want accents in there? Do we want like what do we want? I, I get it. Um, it's a great question. Um, like would we just want since it's voice? What's kind of the general question, right? Like what's what's the general? idea of what what they were asking rather than how's the specific way they structured it with the order of the words which i wouldn't really care about as much as knowing you know what question were they asking that that we provided the answer for um either way he's asking that question it means it's on their radar um and i'm excited to to sort of see a a extension um of, of search console to sort of separate out voice search and, and, and get us that data so we can understand. Like, I, I want it now because it's going to be minuscule. <laughs> like, it's going to be sort of a small amount now compared to what it will be. Um, but I'm glad they're asking it now. I'm glad we're asking for it now um, so we can watch the growth over uh, the next few years. And at the very least, you'll learn, to, you'll learn what not set looks like in several different languages. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Jim. Thank you, thank you, sir. Um, okay, we got time for one more. We got three minutes, three or four minutes before we got to take a break. Here's one that just like uh, you just you just, you just got to smile in the oh my god, this is so stupid sort of way. Mm-hmm. So, um, Firefox uh, introduced a new browser, the uh, Firefox Quantum. Uh, Firefox is of course owned by the Mozilla Foundation. Okay. Yeah, uh, former owners of uh, Open Directory, but that's irrelevant. It always has been, or has been for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so about three years ago, Yahoo, Yahoo, and Mozilla get together and, and make an announcement that Yahoo is going to be the default search engine on Firefox in uh, in America, in the United States. Mm-hmm. So um, about a month ago, a month and a half ago, um, uh, Firefox releases Quantum, which is uh, which is arguably the best browser um, 
on the web right now. Uh, certainly, fa- it's, 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 I, I'm liking it much better than Chrome, but when Mozilla released the new and improved Quantum, it dropped Yahoo in place of Google as a default search engine. Okay. Yahoo was just sold to Verizon. Verizon is now suing Mozilla for dropping Yahoo. So Mozilla turns around and countersues Verizon, saying they've allowed Yahoo to go to hell and to, become, and to start producing crap results ever since they bought them. Uh, they, they, they suggest that Verizon has broken the contract because Yahoo hasn't kept up search quality. So one guy is one company is suing another company for dropping the product. The other one is saying is counter suing back, saying yeah, but the product sucks. That's what that comes down to. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, it is going to be really, really interesting to see how that one plays out. And I, I, I find it funny because if Yahoo loses, that's bec- basically that's a very public. Your search engine sucks. It is. <laughs> that's and that's brutal. Um, so they they put a lot on the line there, and it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Now, speaking of Verizon, we got we got a couple minutes before we got to go to break. And um, while we're on break, you might be asking yourselves why you're sitting at home and not standing in front of a Verizon store protesting. Because today is the national in America. Today is the national day of protest against the uh, FCC's. Uh, commitment to remove net neutrality protection because Verizon's the largest internet service provider and has arguably the largest anti-net neutrality lobby in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Activists have targeted Verizon stores. If you've got a Verizon store around the corner from you and you live in the continental or United States or Hawaii, what are you doing at home right now? You should be out in front of the Verizon store with a picket sign in your hands. In 20 minutes. In 20 minutes, that's right. Let him finish the episode. (laughs) Speaking of finishing the episode, we're going to have to do that in a couple seconds because it's 20 minutes. It's 20 minutes to the top of the hour at the time of recording here on Webcology, so it's a good time to take a break. So on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology at webmasterradio.fm on the 7th of December, 2017. And folks, we're going to be back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping high speed on a horse named Archibello. So yes, my body hurts, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. Oh, Archibello! Learn more at brainhealth.gov. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere.
commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome back to Web Call here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the seventh uh, of January, twenty seventeen. Hedger, Dolly Media, and Dave Davies from Beatsucks Net Marketing. We're rounding out the hour. Um, I thought this was a new. You, you, you posted this one up uh, in the middle of our of our last break, Dave. Um, Google tests related to, uh, to 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 knowledge answers. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a great one. Now. This is interesting. Like, okay, so when you type in uh, a search query that uh, Google can can pull reliable information on, say it's about a person, a noun, a person, place, or a thing, um, Google will pull up um, uh, an answer box and then and try to fill in as much information as it possibly can about you know just stuff relating to the uh, object of your query. Um. Dave, why don't you explain this? this I think this is, this is so neat. I'm going to get tongue-tied as I try to read about it while explaining it. Yeah, what I love about this, and, and, and you'll, you'll, you'll get it as soon as I get going here because it's just me anyway. What we've seen historically is an understanding of what it's, it's referred to in the patents as, as an entity. And I'm, I know you know that, Jim, but for, for our audience. So exactly what Jim was describing there, a person, place, thing, basically. It's a noun, is, is an entity. Um, what we've seen in the knowledge panel so far is the defined entity. And what I mean by that is you search for Larry Page, right? I'm looking at the one for Sergey Brin. So <laughs> pick a page this time because he didn't get a mention in the article. Um, you put him in there and then inside of the knowledge panel would be a bunch of information on him, on that entity, companies he worked for, and maybe some you know, people also search for or related searches. But this is based on other user patterns um, not actually an understanding of how that person, place, or thing, how that entity connected to other things. This is the first time I've seen in the knowledge panel, and I, I might be wrong, but I don't think so. This is the first time I've seen it anyway, is where they're not just looking at the entity, um, or they're not just looking at what would be actually referred to in this one, and, and I'm going to get technically for a sec for, for a listeners, but as a node, which is the actual individual, you know, element, the, the name, Sergey Brin, um, you know, is, is, is the actual node. What's, what basically uh, the, the way these, these patents work and, and the way the technology works is you have a series of nodes. You have Sergey Brin as a node. You have Google as a node. You have, um, you know, whatever, his height as a, as a node, birth date as a node, and they're connected with edges. Um, is technically what they're referred to. So Sergey, the node Sergey Brin is connected to the node Google as the edge-like owner, right? I mean, I, I'm simplifying here, but this is the first time I've seen them now take that edge data, and that's what's special about this one, take that edge data and actually move it in. Yes, we've had stuff related to the specific entity, but now we're taking that entity and using it and connecting with other entities by their edges of relationship. And this is the first time I've seen them do it in the knowledge panel or, or, or in a SERP result is actually start to connect the dots outwardly, not based on users, not based on search queries, but actually a base, uh, an understanding of how the different nouns in the world are connected together. And they seem to be doing it really, really well. We knew they were doing it behind the scenes, understanding how people and places and things were connecting. Um, this is the first time I've seen it sort of out right in front of us in a, in a search result in this way. And, can you tell? I, I, I'm kind of excited about it because it's coming in through the, the patents, and it's the most interesting ones to me are the entity ones. So now, if 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 um, how to say this? If 30 years ago, some government or corporate entity was able to provide this much, just type <laughs> your name into Google's into a Google search and see what comes up on you. You know, you got people you're related to, people you've worked with, places you've worked. Um, so. If Google isn't exactly listing it on screen, we we know that Google is aware of your relationship to all these points and intersections with other people, other people's mm -hmm. things in your in your life. Yeah, and it is mind blowing 
but oh my goodness, like that's a that's 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 a scary trick. Like when Facebook does something like this, we understand how Facebook got the information. We gave it to them directly. They right. asked, we gave. Google's compiled. Google's gone through like Google Plus, probably primarily got 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 a great deal of its information from Google Plus. But Google's also been on the about page of just about every website that's ever been put up on the web. Mm-hmm. It's absorbed that information too, and that information is going into here. <laughs> that's mind blowing. Yeah, well, and there's there's some of the patents here just to give people like a real under like uh, you know an understanding how it works. I mean, if we're going to assume patents are are actually playing out the way they are, but they seem to be. Um, is there's also a, a context of understanding that okay, on this page, the word Google is used a lot, and it links to Larry, and it links to Eric, and it links, and it, okay, then if that happens enough times, we now understand that the entity Google is also connected to the entities Larry, Sergey, you know, Eric, you know, whatever, and used to be Marissa, but now she right, like it, it, it understands that based on the different types of, of, of entities listed on a page. And as their semantics become more intelligent, like as they, they are better able to understand semantics, they don't need a link to Google. They just need the word Google, right? They don't need a link to Larry. They just need to see Larry on that page and from other references, you know, namely their own site in this case, but they don't need their own site. They understand that that entity um, you know, Larry Page works at Google. And so this one is also mentioning Google and we see Google and it's mentioning, you know, Eric a bunch of times or, you know, Joe Schmo, um, you know, a bunch of times on, you know, on the same page, you know, and they, they're together on 84 pages. Okay, then that's probably a related thing too. So um, it, it's it's getting really, really smart. And you're right. I mean, you grew up in the in the last days of, of the Cold War. I, I grew up in the last days of the Cold War. And this is the sort of stuff that we used to go, oh, wow, Russia's frightening. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. They would be salivating over the kind of stuff that we just are going, yeah, sure, this is, you know, I'm talking excitedly about going, this is awesome. Right? Oh. And we would have been terrified of it at the time. Not, not, not technically. It's awesome. Like, it's yeah. mind-blowing that Google can do this. Um, almost as mind-blowing as Bitcoin hitting 15,000 a couple of minutes yeah. ago. Um, <laughs> I yeah. know. It's, um, but, uh, but they're doing it. Anyway, if you're, if, you, if, if you're really interested in, like, finding out uh, who your fiancé was married to, like, the last seven or eight times, Google mm-hmm. will tell you. <laughs> it's a good way to check. <laughs> okay, we got time for we got definitely got time for one more. This is another one from the uh, from the news of the stupid. That's actually kind of scary. We talked about net neutrality a number of times, and we talked about net neutrality earlier, uh, just before going to break. Uh, the, the protests around net neutrality today. This is um, this isn't this is this 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 is why we fight. As stupid as this is going to be, okay, so. Amazon and Google are mad at each other (laughs) (laughs) because um, Amazon has recently removed Google products like Nest, Secure, and the e-thermostat from its uh, from 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 Amazon.com. It's not going to sell Chromecast or support Googlecast in in any capacity. So Amazon's basically told Google to go stuff itself. So Google has, in turn, told or is cutting YouTube from Amazon products like Fire TV or Echo Show. Yeah. So if you have an Amazon, you know, Fire TV or if. uh, Amazon Echo, and you're asking it to pull up YouTube videos, it's not going to happen. Because Google's blocked it, blocked the stream. Mm-hmm. Now, in a world without net neutrality, this is the kind of thing that can happen all the time. Piss off a corporation, they just cut you down. They, they, they could just cut off the stream. Um, yeah, it's a... It's a it's, to phrase it mildly, it's a completely broken user experience, and that's how things are sitting as of right now. Well, and this one really brings to light something that happened a couple weeks ago. I know a quote-unquote um, technical issue caused that stream to break, and, and it was quote-unquote fixed. Now, at the time, I believed that. <laughs> but now, obviously, they had heard rumor, 
um, you know, of, of what was going on and, 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 you know, sort of probably did a, this is what that world looks like. Just so you know, we can do this with a little technical hiccup. Um, so yeah, you're right. I mean, this, this, you know, sort of highlights, I mean, this one is going to happen regardless. And then I'm actually, you know, we can debate whether it should or shouldn't happen, but, um, this one I'll leave between two, two large corporations and, and their product lines. Um, but you're talking on a, on a larger scale put by a, an uninterested party, right? Like by an ISP making decisions on what you can access. On well, no, actually, device. even in this case, what they're doing is wrong. And I think uh, does violate net neutrality uh, guidelines. I, 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 I tend to as well. I mean, I wouldn't, I put this more under the consumer protection side, but anyway, you know what, we can you know, debate that. Both of us agree with what the end result should be. We just put it in different <laughs> rule sets. Yeah. Um, but you're right. It, it, it's fundamentally um, sort of flawed. Well, no, if, if you'd bought an Amazon device, you're getting less of the web than you paid for. I did buy. I have an Amazon device. Fortunately, I so, have a Google Home sitting right beside it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, okay. So you have you have a workaround. But if you only had the Amazon device again, you have less of the web than you actually paid for. Yeah. No, nope, that, that is correct. You may or may not know it. You know, you you may or may not even know it. Like a generation from now, will they know that this this content exists? Should they? Do they have a right to? All yeah. these, you know, these, these aren't philosophical questions. This is real life. Yeah. Um, and then there's the other side and, and, you know, I'll leave that to our listeners to, to sort of decide for themselves or you are welcome to, you know, let me know what you're deciding here. The other question comes in when Amazon basically is a free for all and anybody can put their goods and services in there. Why can they do that to Google? Right? Like, why is it all of a sudden now? Well, you create a competing product. So no, um, you know, we won't list that. We're going to list all sorts of stuff that I don't think should be on there. Certainly not visible to kids. Right? And you can find sort of exceptions and, and examples all over the place. But why is that okay in a, in a, in a proper competition? This is a, a massive marketplace. So, you yeah. know, we, we are doing like a quid pro quo here and going, yeah, they're both kind of wrong. Um, you know. I think, anyway, yeah. you know what? I'm afraid it's not our job to pronounce stuff on it. It's just the way it is. It's our job to report it. So that's what right. we're doing, damn it. Yep. <laughs> it's happening out there. Over there. Take a look. We gotta go. We're out of time here. Yep. Okay, we are definitely gonna be here on the 21st. We'll tell you next week if we're gonna be here on the 28th. Um, gotta do a hard stop. We got great content coming up after that show. So, friends, you've listened to Web Culture on Webmaster Radio.fm. I'm Jared Digital Always Media. And Dave Davis and Beast on Internet Marketing. It was the 7th of December, 2017. Stick around the network. Great content coming up. We'll talk to you next week. expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.